right, good evening. So today is Tuesday, May 10th. It's actually the beginning of Mercury retrograde, which goes until June 3rd, I believe. Let me double check. Yes. Um, yes, May 10th to June 3rd. So it's a time of transition. It's a time of, you know, releasing things. It's a time of shifting. I've definitely been feeling the shift in my life that hasn't necessarily occurred yet, but I definitely know something, things are going to be changing drastically and um i'm excited open to it ready for whatever god has next for me um and so i've definitely been practicing the prayer mantra that i was telling you guys about before which was you know saying god show me how good it can get um definitely when i'm seeing angel numbers and number sequences saying that but just in general I've been still seeing a lot of angel numbers. So, yeah, I know things are about to get real, you know. Um, So I'm excited. And if that's something that you do as well, then, you know, practice the same. So something that I wanted to share um, was a quote that I had saw on Twitter that I've, it was, I saw it a while ago. And I don't know if I shared it on the Black Hippie Lounge Instagram page before, but it is something that I saw someone using their status. It says, keep planting seeds, homie. The harvest will be abundant. And that's what I'm going to talk about today is the harvest. But I love that, that quote, because it's basically saying, you know, like keep putting in that work. And even if, you know, basically planting the seeds, like keep manifesting, keep praying for what you want, keep putting in the work behind your prayers um, and your harvest will be abundant. Your The harvest will come. And if you know anything about planting seeds and harvest, it takes time and it takes water and it takes whatever else it takes, sun, but basically it takes time and it takes work and efforts from all different angles. So you got to keep planting the seeds, keep planting your seeds, homie. And that harvest will be abundant is if you put the work in for it and be patient and let things flow naturally and grow naturally in your life. Um, so like I said, today I'm going to talk about the harvest, but, um, before I get into that, I do want to talk about, um, something. So I have a TikTok and I, to backtrack, I never used TikTok before. Um, I've received like videos from people and my mom has a TikTok and my friends, some of my friends have them. So I would just watch it that way. But I never had the desire to get on TikTok because I was just like, for one, I don't need it because, you know, people send it to me anyway. (laughs) And you can see them on Instagram. So I'm like, why do I need another social media handle? I had already gotten rid of like so many other ones that I didn't have. So I only had for a personal page, I only have Instagram and Twitter. Those are the only two like social medias that I really use like that. Um, I do have a Snapchat, but even that, I'm, I don't even know why I have that. I'm going to get rid of that because I don't even, I talk to some people on there, but they have my number. If you want to, you want to hit me up and call me. Um, but other than that, I didn't, I, I didn't have a desire to get on TikTok. But last Saturday, I got 
a message while I was at work um, from one of my followers uh, for the podcast. And her, I want to shout her out. So I want to give her her um, appropriate handle. So on Instagram, she is, I want to hope I'm saying that right, Nisi. Um, N-I-S-S-Y underscore X3. Anissa is her name. She's from Florida. Florida. Okay. And she shouted me out. She shouted me out on, on TikTok. And I didn't even know because I didn't have a TikTok. So she, well, I didn't know because she did eventually send, she sent to me. So she sent to me in a DM. And so on, on Instagram and I was like, oh, you know, I, I liked it. And then later on when I got home, I was like, thank you. And then I I, I love the video because the video, it starts, it's, it shows her and it says, um, point of view, you're a 20 something black woman looking for podcasts about mental health, spirituality, adulthood, personal development, and self growth. <clears throat> right. And so then it goes into these screenshots of different podcasts that dis- that fit this description and the first one I see is Black Hippie Lounge I'm like oh shoot you know what I'm saying like I'm like oh that's me you know so and then it's like other ones too and so she mind you she sent this to me on Instagram so I'm like oh thank you so much you know and then I'm like I don't even know I'm trying to figure out how I can share it on my Instagram because I don't have TikTok so I sent to my friend and she she was able to download it and send it to me in the video so I was able to have it on my phone so then I go back to Instagram I post it on my Instagram and I just leave it at that right so you know we should collaborate and we will um once I graduate right so I'm like okay cool so I leave it at that and then I get a text later on that night from uh my little sister and she's like, hello, my sister Lexi. And she was like, yo, you're on TikTok. And I'm like, uh, yeah, I know. I'm like, yeah, she sent it to me. Uh, you know, she sent me the DM of the video. I'm like, but how did you know? Right. Cause she was like, cause I'm thinking when she sent me the video, I, again, I don't know anything about TikTok. So I'm thinking it's like a situation where like, oh, it's a video that she has on her page and her friends see it and that's it. But my, then Lexi was like, oh, no, it's on an FYP. And I'm like, what, what is an FYP? And so she's like, it's a, it's a, I think it's for follow your page for your page or something like that. Basically it's like an explore page. Right. So that means to me that mad people can see it. So I'm like, Oh, okay, cool. So I'm like, man, maybe I need to get on TikTok then because not for my personal use, but for the, the podcast. Right. Because I go in my, and I'm looking, I'm like, um, the amount of people who are listening to the, the episode is starting to increase because of her posting that, right? So yeah, shout out to her for that. Shout out to Anissa, Anissa for that. I hope I'm saying it right, Anissa, um, for, 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 you know, promoting me like that because, you know, that's that's dope, you know? And I, and I love to see that, you know, we as black people, you know, shouting each other out and helping each other out, especially black creatives. Um, so big, big thank you. Uh, to you for, for, you know, putting my podcast out like that and, you know, and basically influencing me to get a, and to get a TikTok because now I have a TikTok for the podcast. So it's at Black Hippie Lounge. Um, so if you're on TikTok, follow me on there and I will definitely follow back. And I'm definitely going to be making 
I'm going to use it. I'm going to utilize it, especially for the podcast, for when I'm recording, uh, to have video, to more video, to be able to see, you know, me recording and just interact more and stuff like that too. And I definitely want to do a live again too. It's just, again, like once I'm done with school, this is like this monkey on my back, then I'll have way more time to be more creative and, and put more episodes. Cause look, I'm even doing another podcast right now, another episode. And usually I never have time to do that, but I digress. So <laughs> yes, um, I, I am on TikTok now. And so I'm gonna, definitely going to utilize it. Um, and so, yeah, it was just dope. You know how it's crazy how things work out and how God, you know, uses people in your life. Because again, I've caught, had, I, we've DM back and forth just because she's, you know, shown, you know, appreciation for the podcast and saying how she likes it and stuff like that. But we never got a chance to like figure out that part, you know, and, or about the collaboration, but, um, it's crazy how, you know, things work and how, and it's something that I've been thinking about, like, how am I going to grow the podcast? How am I going to, you know, put, use social media more to, to help with the podcast. And now that's another avenue I can use. So I'm still learning how to use TikTok though. It, I, I really am using it because I mean learning because it's it seems like a lot <laughs> but um I'll figure it out um so yeah in conclusion follow me on there if you if you have TikTok um and look out for more videos from that because I'll definitely be using it so I'm um, trying to think any other housekeeping things that I wanted to talk about I don't think so um oh I talked about the re- the retrograde, I think. Um, so, yeah, I wanted to talk about today um, something that I saw. It's another about what I was talking about the harvest earlier, right? And so, um, something that I heard on a podcast, another podcast that I was listening to, was a woman she was talking about dating and stuff, and she was saying that harvest time is the hardest time because all those crops have to be picked before they spoil and so that just stuck out to me because it definitely resonated I feel like with what I've been going through lately and when I mentioned the mercury retrograde and how I said I just feel like there's shifts that are about to happen in my life and um, things are being removed so that to have space for new things to come in that I've been manifesting and praying for and working for and planting the seeds for. And so when I talk about that, it's not just graduation and that's great. Definitely a great thing to, for me to do. And I'm excited for that. Um, but it's, it's more than that. And it's something that I don't even know yet. And that's the the beauty of it and it's also kind of like the scary part of it but when you when you've had so many like obstacles you know that come your way in your life and you you've been able to use the strength of your faith in yourself and your faith in God and you you plant the seeds and you see the abundance literally like the more you go through that the more your faith in God grows and the more that when the harvest time 
comes, which is the hardest time. You might have times of in being impatient because that's definitely been happening with me lately where I'm just like, you know, come on, yo. Like, you know, like even for me, I had to, you know, I think I talked about it last episode, catch myself like, cause I was getting impatient. Cause I'm like, okay, if I see another angel number, what, like, what was the reason, you know, like, let me like, come on, what are we waiting for? You know, but also being able to talk to myself and calm myself down and be like, look, you've been through this before and look at where you are now, you know, and something that I quotes that I've been seeing like on Instagram or Twitter just randomly is like a lot of the message of like, um, being, being appreciative where you are right now and being present in the now, because, um, you know, those quotes of like, oh, you, where you are today is where you prayed to be like two, three years ago or something like that. And like, I don't know about you, but when that, those type of quotes come to me and I think about it, I'm like, Ooh, you know, like, dang, I really did. I remember when I was, you know, living somewhere else crying because I just wanted to get to somewhere better, you know, or feeling like, you know, I'm in this job and I just want to, I wish I was making this much or I wish I was doing this, you know? And now to be in that space, it's like, um, just being mindful of having that, that next attitude where, yeah, there's a balance because you should always want better for yourself, but also learning to be gracious and show gratitude to God for where you are now. And, um, try to learn, figure out why you're still there, you know? Cause I feel like if God wanted you to move, you would have, you would have moved. There's a reason why you're still in the space where you're in or where you are right now. And you have a lesson to learn or you have some work to do. There's a reason why, you know? So try to talk to God more and just figure it out of what, what he needs you to do in that, in that space that you're in right now. So that you can get to the next level. Um, and with that, I, was um I actually prayed this morning to God um because I know that Mercury retrograde is here and it's the time of releasing and um shifts and just you know asking God um the mantra that I have been telling you guys like saying just show me how good it can get just show me how good it can get and please remove anything or anyone that I don't need in my life and um something that I saw someone was talking about was something to help you um was when you're praying to God about removing things or just you know praying to God well for me I'll use my example of I was saying like you know I I've been saying for a while, God, can you remove this person? Can you remove this person if they're not supposed to be here? And sometimes it it works. And then other times I'm like, yo, okay, what what, what are we missing? Because the person's still here, you know? And I'm like, this person is doing stuff where sometimes it's highs and sometimes it's lows. And it's like, you know... And I and I feel like I have gotten made an effort to get rid of the person, but it's still they're still there. So I'm just like, for me, what I did today was I asked God. I said, I know that you know this is a time of shifting. It's Mercury, Mercury retrograde, and I also just like I've been seeing angel numbers left and right every single day. It's the same ones. I've been seeing messages, and I can you show me something to confirm what I need to be doing? 
and I said, it looks like it's a decent day outside. So can you, um, show me, um, a, a white butterfly today if I'm supposed to release this person or not? And so when you, it's, you know, it's very specific. And to me, it's specific because, um, I chose a white butterfly because actually I can like envision in my head. It's something that I started seeing in 2019. Yeah. 2019. Um, when I realized that like, I really was not liking the job that I was in. I wasn't liking, I wasn't happy in the relationship that I was in. I wasn't happy in where I was living. Like a lot of things that I didn't know at the time were going to be shifted. Those were things that I just wasn't, I was realizing how unhappy I was in those things. And I would pray to God. And then I just kept seeing white butterflies. And it was like, especially when I was at work, like I'd be going into work and I'd see a white butterfly. I'd be coming out of work and I'd see a white butterfly. I'd be going on my break and I'd see a white butterfly or I'd go, there were times that I was seeing two white butterflies and it was just like starting to increase like on a daily, weekly basis. Even when I wasn't at work, I would just keep seeing what white butterflies to the point where I started Googling it. Cause I was like, yo, what does this mean? You know, I'm like, I keep seeing white butterfly and like, there's different meanings of it. At the time I was thinking like, it was like a, it could be just like an angel, you know, kind of saying you're on the right path or a past loved one. And at that time, I didn't know anything about angel numbers. I hadn't started, hadn't started the podcast at all. I hadn't even thought about being a podcaster. Um, I hadn't began my spiritual journey at all. Didn't know I was even about to step into that and experience that. I just knew that I was tired of going through the motions and I was getting to a point where I was tired of, uh, doing things the way that I had been raised to do versus like, I was kind of like at a battle where I was like, Oh, you know, I was starting to, I was about to start, you know, um, coming out of my shell in the sense of, you know, really growing into the woman that I'm, that I'm supposed to be, which I am today. And, and, you know, I still have more growing to do, but you know, the woman I was then is not the woman I am today. And I, I never, I wasn't thinking this far ahead into what I would be doing today, you know? And so, uh, the, the white butterflies just started coming and I, to tie that back in. So that's the symbol that I asked for today for God to please use the white butterfly to tell me if that person, if I need to release a certain person or not. And so my point is like, you don't have to use a white butterfly. You can use a rainbow. You can use whatever works for you, whatever is symbolic to you, whatever is something that I feel it's like you should use something that you would notice, you know? And for me, I'm not a butterfly fanatic, but I like, like, I like seeing things like that just randomly. If I'm out and about, like, I'm the type of person that like, I saw the moon today. Um, and it wasn't, it wasn't like it was night. It was like in the middle of the day, (coughs) excuse me. And I saw the moon and that, that type of thing like that is like dope to me. I love seeing stuff like that. So, um, 
my point is like if you are in a space where you're going into this we're all going into this mercury retrograde you don't know what's going to happen but you might feel like you're feeling like a shift or you're feeling like i don't know if i should release this person or i don't know if i should do this or that and you want a sign from god and you might feel like you don't hear god's voice because i know for me i don't always hear god's voice because i do have you know i feel like sometimes i get anxious and i kind of get in my own head and so it's hard for me to decipher, you know, what I'm supposed to be doing and, and whether it's my voice or God's voice. So for me, I appreciate that God does use angel numbers and God uses like things like butterflies and stuff to talk to me because those are the type of things where it, it like instantly calms me down and I instantly go into the mindset of like, okay, yeah, I'm on the right path because that's the type of person I am like when I see the angel numbers, like I, I used to like, and I, sometimes I'll still, well, now I kind of memorize them, but, um, you know, I was like, what does this mean? What does this mean? And I Google it. And now I'm just like, okay, it means, it means I'm on the right path. I'm doing the right thing. I'm doing, I'm where I'm supposed to be. Um, enjoy it. You know, and I just say, when I see him, thank you, God, I recognize it. I see it. I manifest it. I accept, I claim it and go on about my day. Um, show gratitude, just consistently keep showing gratitude, um, <laughs> and making space for your blessings. And so, um, yes. So as you go into Mercury retrograde and, you know, just going by your day, if you're in that space, I would suggest, you know, thinking of something, like I said, that would catch your eye and help ease your, you know, or answer your prayers, um, the way you, you know, feel that you, communicate with God the best, um, for that works for you. Again, it doesn't have to be what I said. You can do your own thing. Um, as long as you, you feel like you're getting your answers prayed or it can help you guide yourself, you know? And so now I want to go to, um, to go back to the whole harvest thing. Um, so the quote that says, it said, so I was listening to a podcast and the woman was talking about, I forget what she was talking about, but this, this quote stuck out to me. Um, she said, harvest time is the hardest time because all those crops have to be picked before they spoil. And so to me that stuck out because like I was saying, I feel like harvest time for me is right now. And um, to go back to what I was saying, that earlier quote, when I said, keep planting seeds, homie, the harvest will be abundant. And so harvest time is can be a hard time because it's a time where it can be similar to what I've talked about a while ago. Um, if you don't remember, go back to the wilderness episode where I said, God will put you in the wilderness and it's not to punish you. It's to grow you. And, um, I've been, I listened to a lot of this podcast, um, Jerry Flowers, who was a pastor in Texas. And I say it often, but I'll keep shouting it out because he, that podcast got me through, um, 2019 like I was saying during my spiritual journey, when my life just flipped upside down, man, like 
<coughs> excuse me, <coughs> those close to me know how how bad it got, you know, like to the point where I was there was one time I pulled over to the side of the road and I just called my brother and I was like in tears because I'm just like, yo, I don't even understand what else I'm supposed to do. Like, I feel like every time I try to do something, nothing is working and I'm getting more beat down, beat, beat down, you know, and I'm like, yo, you know, you know, I, I'm trying my best and I don't understand why it's not working. And just like thinking back to how I was then and it was just more so it was a harvest time I didn't understand it um but it was a time where God was literally you know like this quote says all the crops have to be picked before they spoil and so all the bad crops in my life just had to be picked out and it was a lot of stuff and a lot of people that I had to release a lot of things that had to just go in my life to the point where I was kind of like bare and um, just had to change my mindset. I had to change my habits. I had to change, but it was mainly my, my mindset and um, just learning the power of manifestation, the power of my words, you know, and um, learning to speak positivity into my life and into my future and into anything that I was doing and claiming things and just learning my power as a woman and, you know, as a God and just, you know, growing my relationship with God and realizing the path that God has for me and the importance of what he was doing in my life and the importance of that harvest time. And that harvest time, 2019, like, I I never want to go through that again. (laughs) Don't get me wrong. I I don't want to go through that again, but I will, I don't regret it because it made me the woman that I am today. And you know, it pushed me out of my comfort zone to the point where I don't even really have a comfort zone like that anymore. And like that, I would never have thought in 2019 that I would be making a podcast and doing all this stuff. You know, it just wasn't something that was on my radar, but God works in in mysterious ways and, and God knows what he's doing because at that time, when it got me so far out of my comfort zone to the point where I was, you know, crying and stuff like that and just feeling like I don't understand what I'm supposed to be doing. That's when I found that podcast, the Jerry Flowers podcast. And when I tell you, I listened to like the first couple episodes and I was like, okay, I really, I'm really feeling what he's saying. And I went all the way back to the first season, episode one, and I was just listening and I would listen every morning um, while I got dressed for work and, you know, that's when I learned the power of, of writing things down. And that's when I started practicing writing on sticky notes, my plans and writing out manifestations of what I want, like to the point where I would say, I'm getting a car and this month I'm going to get a new job this month, like stuff like that. And when I tell you, and I, always, I think I'm pretty sure you guys know my story by now. Like when I say, when I always say in 2019, how I was like, I was applying for jobs all year and a job, a car 
and a new place was the three things that I had written on that sticky note. And when those months that, that I wrote out weren't matching, I would just change it and add and, and keep, you know, just change the months. But I never changed the things that I wanted. And all what I said before, two of those things came in one week's time. And the next thing, the other third thing came like a month or two later. And that was a power of manifestation. And my point is like, you know, I planted the seeds. Planting the seeds is writing it out. And something that I like, it was a sticky note. It was on my wall. I saw that every single day. You know what I'm saying? And like, even when there was times that I was like, I didn't get the job or I didn't get, you know, it just wasn't going. It didn't matter because I would see that sticky note and be like, yo, I just got to keep going. And so, um, that was my harvest time and that was my experience with my first experience with harvest time and so like the quote says it can be the hardest time because all the crops have to be picked before they spoil (laughs) and see for me I didn't realize at the time I had I was in I was my first semester of grad school and I had made a promise to myself, you know, when I started grad school, when I got in that I was going to pay for school out of pocket and I was going to make sure I got A's, you know, like I was going to actually put in the effort this time for school. And so at that time, I, when I started grad school, my first semester, I was still in relationship and but I was also, like I said, it was beginning the spiritual growth where I was listening to this podcast and I'm just like, I remember, um, I prayed to God and it, um, was like, oh, actually now I'm connecting the dots. That's crazy. I'm just connecting the dots. So I prayed to God and I was like, um, take away. I was like, I really, I really want a new job and I knew I really want a new place of my own. And I want, um, I have my own place, but it was I wanted a different place. I want to live a different place. I wanted a new job and I want this car situation so badly. And I said, I don't care if you have to take this person. I said, if you got to take away this relationship, take it away. I I want this stuff more than I want that. I kid you not. Um, I said, so show me a sign, you know, and, and, um, do what you gotta do. Cause I'm like, I, I'm done. I, I just, I need, I need these things for myself more than about a relationship. And so, um, the connection that I just made in my head was that that's when I started seeing those white butterflies that I mentioned earlier, when I said I was at work and I would just see the white butterflies around that. After I made that prayer, um, I started seeing those white butterflies and then, you know, the relationship ended and stuff like that. And so that I didn't realize at the time, that was one of the crops that needed to be picked before they spoiled. It spoiled in my life and would have ruined, you know, my journey of where I'm going today um, and where I'm at today. And there was that. There was just some other stuff, too, that, that I ended up happening that shifted so much stuff in my life that I don't regret any of it because it made me the, the person that I am today and so strong um, and it's not even just being strong, it's being confident in myself and in my abilities and in my faith in myself and my faith in God and just the power of my, my tongue and my manifestations. And, you know, knowing that if it's in my heart and if I believe it, it can happen, you know? And so, um, just the power of planting the seeds, 
And so I guess my point of this episode is like, if you're, this is a harvest time and you know, I'll try to find, I'll try to find that, um, TikTok that I was talking about and posted on the Instagram page too, because she talks about the harvest time. She talks about, um, being humble and how it's important to be humble because God is preparing the seat at the table and you have to come humble and ready to serve and you have to come ready for whatever God is, is preparing for you. It's beyond what you can imagine and it's going to take a lot of work and it takes you planting the seeds and um, having faith in yourself and in your work and um, but more importantly just being humble and um, you know the harvest time is the hardest time and it's also a test it's a test of your faith and yourself it's a test a test and you know you pray manifest and stuff but do you really want it you know like are you really are you willing to to allow God to take complete control and, and take out anything that has to go um, think about that while you're when you're manifesting because if you been in, in the situation like I'm describing where I was like to the point where I don't care who has to go I need these things you know, um, not for materialistically, but just, I know these things can help me grow. And I, and, and like, that's another thing too. Like when you really want to grow as a woman or a man and you really sticking with that and telling God that and telling the universe that and giving, granting God the access and and the ability to do whatever he has to do, whatever he has to do and get rid of whatever crops have to go that's when you just take off and you know you're gonna be shining because all the good things all the good things come you know because you allow God to just take the reins and um dang something just came to my head and I kind of lost my train of thought but um, what that book I had posted a while ago, The Power of Your Subconscious Mind. Now that school's over, I'm going to try to finish that too because I liked um, a lot of things that were in there. Um, but at one thing that I said that I had highlighted, it, and it kind of has to go with what I'm, what I'm talking about, just like the power of our words. Um, it says, whatever you want, you can draw it forth. Um your subconscious is always reproducing according to your habitual mental patterns. Uh, okay, this is what it says is um, whatever you ask for in prayer, believe that you have received it and it will be yours. Mark 11, 23, 24. So I think that is just like the like the power of your words and just power of your belief. Um, and not letting, not letting the harvest break you. Um, it's a hard time. <laughs> Believe me, I know it's a hard time. Um, but you, you've been through tough things before. Remember that God would never give you more than you can handle. Remember that God knows 
your strength sometimes god knows it more than you do even when you be like okay god i think you might have you know scaled a little bit too much like no god will never give you more than you can handle and allow god to pick all the bad crops and the spoil and before they spoil because you rather lose people things or whatever that no longer serve you than have that like I think it was an episode that I did, like, check yourself before you wreck yourself. Um, but, like, what the point was, um, let God destroy your plans before they destroy you. You know what I'm saying? Because sometimes when, if you don't pick those crops and they spoil, and it's going to be a situation where it's going to take you a long time to get your, harv- your harvest back and to, to re, you know, replant the crops or replant the seeds or whatever they call it but i rather god take away those bad crops now and you know go through that little bit of time of like oh you know you know grief or whatever than to be in a space where it's like yo i don't even know how i'm gonna make it to the next thing you know what i mean like you just i don't know i think i guess my point is just like let god do what god has to do and no matter how hard it can be and how, who you think is supposed to go with you or whatever, <coughs> God knows what's, what God knows what's up. God knows what needs to be done. So just try to find the joy in that. Try to find, <coughs> excuse me, the faith in that and practice gratitude. And even when you don't even know what's going on, God, I don't even know what's going on, but thank you. Thank you in advance. God, I don't understand, you know, what's going on, but thank you in advance. God, I don't understand, you know, why this person, you know, is acting funny or whatever, or it seems like they're not going to be a part of the next step or, you know, within this harvest time is is hard and this person isn't isn't here like that. Like I thought they would be, but do what you got to do, you know? And like I said, God show me how good it can get, you know, um, when you pray for something, you gotta be ready for it, you know, and, um, practice positive affirmations, speak positivity over your life, speak positivity over your future, speak positivity over everything that you do. It might be hard sometimes, but just, you know, the power of the tongue, for real it's it's serious um and i hope that everyone has a a good um mercury retrograde and not nothing bad nothing too bad happens in that you know <clears throat> um the growth that needs to happen in your life i hope that you let it happen i hope you allow god to release and remove anything that needs to be removed so that god can bring better into your life and that you fully accept, you know, all the abundance that God, um, has for you and the shifts that, that is occurring in everyone's life. I hope that you take notice of it. I hope you enjoy yourself in the now, you know, you dance in the now, um, and and be ready for the future and appreciate where you are. You know, if things are at a standstill for you right now, or you feel like you're kind of in this zone of like, kind of how I'm talking about for myself, like you're out your comfort zone and you're, you're in the hallway. 
I think I've talked about that before. Like you're in the hallway where God is dressing you to go on stage and, and on the stage is your next level. And, you know, if that's where you are right now, then just make sure you're, you know, practicing your lines um, and you're ready for showtime. Because when God's ready to, to open up that curtain, you better be ready to perform. <laughs> Or you're going to get left. You want to be in the... Would you, um, I don't know why a training day just came to my head. <laughs> um, and he was like, what you want to do? You want to stay? You want to go home? <laughs> that has nothing to do with what I'm talking about. But <laughs> sorry. <laughs> just randomly came to my head. Um, I guess what I, was, what I was trying to say Maybe not the same exact thing about staying, stay, go home, but it's like you wanna, what you wanna do? You wanna perform or you wanna stay in, the, you wanna stay in the backstage? What you wanna do? Um, that's what God's saying to you right now. So <laughs> that was bad, random, but I hope this message was helpful to somebody. <laughs> and um, like I said, keep planting the seeds, homie. The harvest will be abundant. When you pray for something, you got to be ready for it. Only the good things, okay? Um, I'm trying to think any other positive affirmations that I have. These are all things that I'm looking at because it's on my wall. I still have the sticky wall, stickies on my wall. I told you. When, I, when, I, when you practice something, you got to, you know, um, if it works, keep doing it. Um, another one is, I believe in myself and my abilities, I deserve everything I want out of all, out of this life. Sorry. And uh, another one, I want all and only the things and people God has for me. Um, And another one that I love, when I fall in line with my divine, I can see inside the sun shines more. I love that one. That's a Janae quote. You know, I love Janae. Um, and that's another thing too, kind of off topic, but something that I noticed today and I've been noticing lately, actually, actually it's not off, it's not off topic cause it still has to do with what I'm talking about. So like I say, I've been seeing angel numbers. I've been feeling the shift. I've been feeling like God is, is about to do, you know, some, some great things in my life. I'm about to make some some moves and I've been noticing I don't know if I've talked about if I said that line before too but another mantra is the light in me sees the light in you and uh I think that lately it's like people have been noticing the light in me uh strangers on the streets stuff like that just the way people are looking at me and um even people that I come in contact with on a daily basis like at work and stuff like that and sometimes it's like the light in you sees the light in me but sometimes the light people notice the light in you but they they don't have the light in themselves that they've allowed to be revealed because they're still in the dark um and the dark can be you know just they're oblivious or they're just not practicing things the way they should you know um so um i don't really know why i said that but Another mantra you can use. (laughs) The light in me sees the light in you. Um, I got got a lot of mantras. (laughs) Um, Another one I love. Clean chakra, good karma. That's one of my favorite ones. Clean chakra, good karma. 
clean chakra is, you know, practicing cleaning your chakras, practicing meditation, practicing tapping into your chakras. Um, receive that good karma, you know, do good. Good comes back to you. Only the good things. So in conclusion, um, just keep, keep doing the right thing. Keep doing the right thing. Keep, um, letting the abundance come to your life. Let God, let God do what God needs to do in this season. It's a hard season. Um, but you're not the only one going through it. Um, and you will get through it and, um, allow God to release whatever spoiled crops that need to go so that you can, you know, harvest some new, some new things in your life. Um, the new, you know, abundance in your life. Um, and I will post this tonight, um, on Instagram and on TikTok. And so, uh, comment, like, share, leave a, um, what's it called? A five-star review and leave a review. If you want to be a guest, please DM me or message me on TikTok or whatever, or Instagram. And cause I'm, I'm going to start like going through my schedule to see about scheduling, um, interviews. So please let me know. And I, I'm going to go try to get back to doing two episodes a week if I can too as well. So I'm definitely open to, to doing that. I have people in mind, but so I know there's like, I feel like there's a list of people that I've told that I want to do it. Um, interviews for, and I just kind of lost track, but I am getting back into it. So this is a long episode. I've been talking, talking, but I hope everyone enjoyed, uh, it's the beginning of Mercury retrograde, you know, don't let it take over. Don't let it, um, drive you crazy. And, uh, the harvest time is the hardest time. But you will have a great deal of abundance in the end. The harvest will be abundant, homie. So keep playing the seas. Keep going. Do what you got to do. Smile. Look out for the butterflies or whatever it is that you ask God to send as your message. Um, You need somebody to talk to. I'm here. Don't be afraid to DM me. Whatever. Um... And I hope you have a great rest of your week and uh, look out for the next episode. So um, my name is Chanel. I am the host of This is Black Hippie Lounge. And like always, and one of my favorite mantras that I created myself is meditate, manifest, invest in you. Thank you. Meditate, manifest, invest in you. Join me on my spiritual journey as I elevate myself and like-minded listeners to a higher level mentally, physically, and spiritually. Thank you for listening. This is Black Hippie Lounge, and I am your host, Chanel. Hello. 
Hello, good evening. Welcome to Black Hippie Lounge. I'm your host, Chanel. And today is Sunday, May 15th. Um, And I hope that you all had a great week. I had a pretty busy week. um, And it's going to be busy for me for like the next couple of weeks. So I definitely will do my best to try to record. I might have to pre-record. I... um, it's official. I'm a gra- I'm graduating. Um, for those who have been like sticking with me throughout these episodes and, and listening, I got my my grade back for the paper. Your girl got a 49.5 out of 50. Smart, smart. Okay. And so I got an A on the paper. I got an A in the class. I'm graduating. And actually, I did, I just realized it's funny because. I, um, I, I, I mean, I'm smart, you know what I mean? Like I'm book smart and, you know, common sense and just like, I can navigate through things, but I've never been the type of student that like, I got to get A's, you know, like I was never like that in middle school. I wasn't definitely like, I was a horrible student in middle school. I'm not even going to lie. My mom can tell you, like (laughs) I stayed having meetings with the teachers and my mom because I just wasn't doing my work, but that's another story. Um, and then in high school, I would say my first like two year, like freshman, sophomore year, I made sure I passed my classes, but I was never like, I got to get on a roll and all that stuff. And then I would say junior year when I went, my mom sent me on the black college tour and that opened my eyes to, you know, this idea that black people do go to college. Like there's a whole school of black people going to college and the importance of college. And, And from there, when I came back, I made it a goal to start getting A's and B's. And I did for like a semester, well, a semester or two. I know I got honor roll one time. Um, and then after that, I was like, you know, still making sure I did really well my senior year, the fr- the first half of senior year. And uh, so I can get into college. And then once I got into colleges, the last semester, I still kind of was just like, all right, I'm graduating, whatever. Like I made sure I still passed my classes, but I wasn't as strenuous. But my point is that when I got to college, again, I wasn't really an A student. You know what I mean? I just kind of was just going through the motions and, you know, making sure I passed. But um, I didn't really focus on trying to get all these great grades. And so when I decided to go to grad school, I definitely decided that if I'm going to do it, I'm going to pay out of pocket. I've said that a couple of times on the episode and I've I've made I've stuck to that promise. Um I think one semester I had did get help from um, my grandmother, so definitely appreciative of that. She helped me pay for one class, and then another time I got a scholarship, like a like a grant. I got a grant for one class, so definitely those that was helpful. But overall, I paid for my way through grad school, and then the other promise I said was I was gonna get all A's, and I definitely stuck to that except for one class. He gave me a B plus. I'm not even going to talk about it, but whatever. He, he was doing too much with that. Anyway, so long story short, I've kept a good GPA. So I, I've had, I don't, I, they didn't, I, my teacher, he just submitted the grades on Friday. So they haven't like tallied up everything. Like, you know what I mean? Like on your um, transcript, but 
before that i had a 3.7 so i'm assuming i'm gonna be having like a three it's not gonna be a 4.0 i don't think it's gonna be like a three point something right so any anyway, long story short i found out when they sent when i bought my cap and gown remember i bought that late but I got it. I'm we're good with that. Um, they sent me like all these stuff with it. Like in in one of them, one of the things they sent was a gold tassel. So long story short, today I like the other day I found out that that means that I graduate. I'm graduating with honors. I didn't even know. I mean, I knew I had a, G- a GPA, but I didn't even know I was graduating with honors. And it's like I never again. Like I said, I wasn't that student who you know, I've got to be the valedictorian or whatever, you know what I'm saying? I was just like, yo, as long as I'm getting out of this, uh, I'm, I'm good. You know what I mean? Like, I'm not a dummy. I, I do what I got to do, but I'm not going to sweat it, you know? And so, um, yeah, it's just kind of cool to, 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 you know, stick to the promise that I made to myself to not only pay for school, but do well throughout it. This was despite all the stuff that happened to me, I still never let myself get, um, below you know a grade level so um or a gpa whatever um so anyway i lost my train of thought what i was trying to go with that but oh yeah so i'm yeah i'm graduating long story short <laughs> so next sunday i graduate and then after that i got a couple trips and stuff like that planned so uh i'm like i said i'm gonna try to make do my best to try to record um as many episodes as i can throughout that time but bear with me if if not because it is like holiday time you know it's gonna be Memorial Day weekend and I'm also going away for work purposes and then after that I'm going to Philly um the following weekend so I like I said I'll do my best if not I'm definitely thinking about doing a a live Instagram live and then also a TikTok live um because I am you know utilizing TikTok I'm trying to utilize it I definitely appreciate so far the love that I've gotten on TikTok I've seen my numbers increase for the podcast so I'm definitely gonna stick with it um and yeah if you haven't already and you have TikTok follow me on TikTok at Black Hippie Lounge so I'll definitely appreciate it follow me on Instagram as well at Black Hippie Lounge and yeah so today I want to talk about a topic um I feel like it would only make sense for me to talk about it considering this is a podcast that is focused on um black health care you know um I do say it is on black mental health but I also include health as well just any forms of health um it doesn't have to be just for black people this the information that I'm going to give but my focus is black people so just to be able to give uh, black communities, uh, and listeners more information regarding their health and the things that they might need to know. So for those who are familiar with, and maybe not, you know, familiar with what's going on that right now, there's a lot going on revolving abortion laws and just, you know, what women can do with our, our bodies. And, um, it's quite interesting that the people that are trying to decide these things are older white men who don't have vaginas, who can't get pregnant, you know? So it's, it's, yeah, it is what it is. It's America. <laughs> that's all, that's all that equates to good old America because, uh, stay trying to tell somebody what they need to do instead of worrying about yourself. Right. So that's what this episode will be called. Worry about yourself. Abortion is none of your business. Okay. So 
we're gonna get into it so this will be an episode where i'm definitely gonna spit out a lot of like research information but also give my opinion on things but i just wanted to share what i found um with research and you know inform someone on what's going on if you're not familiar what's going on right so currently so i will be reading off like notes too which usually i don't do i feel like i usually do freestyle but for this i definitely want to make sure i'm giving the information so i before i get into it i if you don't know i'm i'm completing my master's in healthcare administration and i actually wrote my paper on the disparities between black and white women in childbirth and maternal health and that's just been a really big focus for me and interest for me is um the way at which black women are treated within healthcare i'm very much a big advocate of you know um black women and men being able to go to doctors that look like them and having people look out for them in their health right because for years centuries you know it's just been within our history that we when it comes to healthcare, we just we as a race tend to not be able to trust um the healthcare system and those people who work within healthcare. obviously every doctor isn't bad and every you know healthcare um provider is is out to get you but history also shows that they haven't also been like really having our backs like that right and so a lot of if you think about you know that um tuskegee experiment alone like (laughs) you know um basically killing off a bunch of black people you know and exposing them to um a deadly disease so and that plus other things, you know, you think about the AIDS epidemic and all those other things that have gone on. So um, it's, a, it's a long history within the United States of just basically not treating black people the way that we should be treated. And that's just within healthcare. I, I'm not even going to get into everything else because you already know. So what uh, my focus what, of going to school and what I want to do is I want to have just from being as a woman um not really growing up having the experience of having a black um black female doctor uh for matern like not maternity but for women's health uh gynecologist um it's like a you have to do a mad hunt to find a black gynecologist and for me I prefer to have I prefer to have a black doctor for every form of healthcare, but especially gynecology. Um, just because I feel that it, that makes me most comfortable being with a woman who looks like me, who has the same, maybe not the same exact body as me, but would be able to understand my body type and, you know, how things interfere with that or, um, why certain things might happen to me that might not happen to a, a white woman my age as well, right? So, and it's just, I don't know, it's just for me, it's just a comfort level. I feel always way more relaxed and more comfortable um, going to those appointments when I have a doctor um, that is black. And so I want to open a clinic um, that can staff, it's all black and brown staff, um, to have like a a women's maternal health 
uh, clinic. So the clinic would kind of be not just for, you know, childbirth or, or like providing maternal ser- maternity services, like, you know, helping with deliveries. So like, um, midwives and, and doulas, but also just like women's health in general, like pre-pregnancy things, like making sure that, um, that women have access to, um, birth control if that's something that they choose even though I I'm not going to get into it but my ideas on birth control um it's a tough topic to discuss because there's so many different factors um that there are benefits to it but there's also a lot of like things that it can do wrong to your body but that's not what the topic is today. So, uh, the, my idea for the staffing of that health center would just be all focused on black women's health and, um, being a resource, sort of like a plant, like, okay, if you're familiar with Planned Parenthood, how, you know, they're supposed to give out like condoms and give information to people about how to prevent pregnancy, but also how to take care of yourself. Um, you know, during pregnancy. So my, my idea for my health center would be again, all black staff. And I want to provide services for pre-pregnancy, uh, care during your pregnancy. And then after your pregnancy as well. And, um, the paper that I just did was again, like I said, it's the disparities between black and white women, um, within childbirth, but also a lot of the research was just information that I found of how something I already knew as a black woman, but how um, black and brown women don't have this the, the access to resources and health care to to help them like with prenatal care you know like taking prenatal pills or um you know making sure that they go to their visits to make sure that the baby is doing okay and make sure they're doing testing so i want to have a sent those types of uh services available in a lo- in a um in a facility that is based in a environment or um, community that is heavily black and brown right so having that to be able to have access to it without have to worry about travel but also going to a place where you know like you can go there and people don't look like you and they're going to understand you and they're going to know where you come from and how to interact with you and make you feel safe um and you know make sure you get the pet the best care and also have like other language services not like oh we have to you know you know use like a computer system or whatever to talk to you because we don't speak the language like no we're gonna have people that look like you who talk like you as well um so i think that would be pretty cool and so that's my my goal um to to do to make that um type of services and type of facility so that's why this type of topic is is something that is I'm passionate about because again like I said I wrote a whole like what 60 page paper on it even though you know I was kicking and screaming about it but once I got into it it, it definitely is something that I want to talk about and I want to be involved in and um p- fulfill that goal but that kind of is another reason why I chose to, you know, research this topic. So I'm, like I said, I'm going to read off some notes and, and discuss it and, and go from there. And I definitely, if you feel like, um, you have some opinions or you want to, you know, ask me questions or anything, please feel free to, you know, contact me on um, Instagram or 
um, TikTok or whatever, and, and we can talk about it um, because it's definitely a topic that is important. And I feel like it's not just about women knowing about it; men should know it too. Because there's, I'm sure there's some type, of, there's some woman in your life who, you know, could benefit from these the services as well. So. Like I said, the topic, the episode is going to be called Worry About Yourself. Abortion is none of your business, right? So I just thought about something before I even get into it. You know, some people might not know what abortion is. I No judgment. So I'm going to give you the, the definition of abortion. Hold on one second. <laughs> um, I want to make sure I give like the correct definition. So abortion is the deliberate termination of a human pregnancy, most often performed during the first 28 weeks of pregnancy. Okay, so keep that in mind. All right, so here are my notes. So currently there is a draft of a majority opinion written by Justice Samuel Alito that would strike down Roe versus Wade, right? So Roe versus Wade was for those who might not know it was a landmark decision of the u.s supreme court that ruled the constitution of the u.s would protect a pregnant woman's liberty to choose to have an abortion without excessive government restriction this was um decided january 22nd 1973 now it was decided then but it was originally like proposed and then they were against it and overturned and then they had to they finally came to the decision in january 22nd 1973 so i actually wrote another paper about abortion laws um during my grad school um uh career um not last semester but like two semesters ago um it, again, it, like it just shows you, it's something that I've been really passionate about. Not necessarily abortion, but just women's women's health and um, maternity, like maternal health. Um, I'm very big on that. So, if you again, like I said, I gave you the information about Roe versus Wade. If you're not familiar with it, and you know, don't just go off of what I read to you. Like, make sure you read up on it because it's like I said, it's an important topic um, that every one should know about not just for women it's not just a woman's issue right so there were arguments of the role of morals and religious views and the political sphere um regarding um abortion and, and during the Roe versus Wade right so this decision involved when it came to the Roe versus Wade this whole thing started out because um the decision involving the case of Norma McCorvey. Um, she was known as Jane Roe within the court. That's how the Roe versus Wade. Um, and Wade was... Um, crap, I, I definitely wrote a paper on this, so I should know. <laughs> um, Roe versus Wade, I believe that was just against the... Um, the, like opposing attorney but hold on I want to make sure I, I got the right info um bear with me <sighs> yeah yeah it was the um the opposing attorney so uh, like I said the decision involved that woman Norma McCurvey McCorvey, I think that's how you say it. Um, but she, this was in 1969. 
she became pregnant with her third child and she wanted an abortion, but she lived in Texas where abortion was and still is illegal unless um, you have one for a a necessity to save the mother's life. So her lawyers filed a lawsuit to the U.S. federal court um, that Texas's abortion laws were unconstitutional. And so it was, like I said, eventually passed in January um, 22nd, 1973, right? But it had like some stipulations to it because they didn't just say, oh, you, you could just get an abortion whenever. It was like a certain time frame that you had to do. I believe it was like within three three trimesters and like that. Um, but it was very early on. Like if you didn't, there's like, there was like a cutoff time. So, you know, and the issue with that is like, (laughs) there's so many issues with that. The issue with that is like, who are you to tell someone what they can and can't do with their body? Also, when it comes to being pregnant, it's not as black and white as it seems. It could, you know, like, Yes, we as women, you should pay attention to your body, right? But if you've never been pregnant before, you might not actually know that you're pregnant. That happens quite often. And you could go the first three months without knowing that you're pregnant, right? Because if you are, you know, someone who doesn't have regular periods, then if you miss a period or two, you might just be like, all right, it's no big deal, you know? So, and you can also get your period while you're pregnant. So it's not, like I said, if you're, think about it, you know, as a woman, this is for maybe for guys who might not understand what I'm, what understand how it could be like that. Um, if you get your period, we've always been taught like, all right, your period equals you're not pregnant. So if you keep getting your period, why would you take a pregnancy test? I know I wouldn't (laughs) like, I would be like, all right, I'm good. You know, like I'm good for the month. You know, I'm not saying that, you know, like you should be gambling every month, but I'm just saying like, you wouldn't, you wouldn't, I'm sorry. Like I'm, if I get my period, I'm more so, I'm the type of person I hate getting my period. So I'm just going to be in misery and not misery, but I'm just like, uh, I'm ready for this to be over. I'm not thinking, oh, let me take a pregnancy test because I still could be pregnant, whether I'm sexually active or not. Like, you know, the period means you're not pregnant, you know? So um, that my point to that is that a woman could get their period and not take the test because they're thinking they're not period, they're not pregnant, but they could actually be pregnant. And then if you've, based on the way that was um, in 1973, once you miss the mark, you can't get an abortion, right? And what if you didn't want to be pregnant and now you're past the time and now you're kind of forced in a space where you either, you're just going to have to have the baby um, or you can go try to have an illegal abortion, which could lead to so much problems, right? Health problems, death, um, infection, all of these things, right? Uh, you can actually probably get arrested for that too. So that that's what you have, right? So It was the Roe versus Wade was reevaluated in 1992 during the Planned Parenthood versus Casey um, case where the court decided that a woman's right to choose to have an abortion is constitutionally protected, but abandoned. They 
it's protected, but they abandoned the original ruling that was in 1973 um, and put it in favor of a standard based on fetal viability and overruled the strict scrutiny for abortion, right? So they kind of basically expanded um, the rules uh, to allow it to be a little bit more easier for a woman to get abortion. Still, to me, based on that research, it sounds like there were still some stipulations regarding it, but you could, you could have an abortion and it was a little bit more expanded, you know, as far as like what that falls under. And so fast forward to, to like May 2nd, 2022, um, there was a leaked draft from justice Samuel Alito, um, that was exposed showing that the Supreme court is prepared to overturn Roe the Roe and Casey case, uh, with a pending final decision on Dobbs versus Jackson women's health organization. It's funny. I actually remember that Dobbs versus Jackson because that was a part of the paper that I wrote, but anyway, Dobbs versus Jackson women's health organization is a pending U S Supreme court case about the constitutionality of a 2018 Mississippi state law that bans most abortion operations after the first 15 weeks of pregnancy. All right. So I'm going to give more facts, but I just kind of want to die, you know, dissect what I just read. So basically what we have is like 1973, this lady wants to get abortion. She lives in Texas. It's not possible there. She, I think what happened was she like went, she either tried to go to another state and then you couldn't do it because she wasn't a like a a resident of the state so that's why she was going against texas because you know they they weren't allowing her to do what she needs to do what she felt she needed to do with her body and then she technically wins right but then there's some stipulations with it and then 1992 it's brought the same situation is brought again and now they kind of like extend it but it's still there's some stipulations with it. And now we have in 2022, uh, everything is being reevaluated and potentially like overturning all of it, right. To, to ban it completely. And so there's a lot of States that are like gung ho with that and, and all about trying to tell, you know, women that basically you can't get an abortion at all. Right. And so, um, when it comes to, to getting an abortion, it's not necessarily, again, women's health, women's bodies, you know, it's not all, it's not black and white. It can't be right. Because everybody has different situations and getting an abortion. I feel like at least when I was growing up, um, the idea behind it was like, Oh, it's always because of an unplanned pregnancy. And you just kind of like, you want to go get rid of the baby and then go on about your life. And that's not always the case. It could be you know, you not, might want to get an abortion because yeah, maybe you just don't want the baby. Right. Or maybe you have some health issues that, that are going to impact your baby or you and, and potentially could lead to death because that's something that happens. You know, um, there's different forms of pregnancies where if the, if the baby, if the fetus is like outside of the uterus, like I believe it's called an ectopic um, pregnancy, it could impact the baby and the woman, the mom could die. Right. So that's why it could be like an emergency, uh, abortion that they, they don't call it an abortion in the hospital. Like when they do the procedure, but basically essentially that's what it is, right. Saving the, the mom's life. And so 
it could be that or it could be because you know what you you did get raped and you know it's you got raped and you might have gotten pregnant from it and like it's just it, it blows my mind how people can sit there and tell someone you know you should keep the baby or you know or have the audacity to try to tell a woman that she's wrong for not wanting to keep the baby especially in that instance because that's so traumatic it's like two traumas on top of each other and then you got some rando trying to tell you like oh you're wrong and you're a bad person you know for for doing what you feel is best for you and that's just one form of it there's so many reasons why a a woman might want to get um an abortion but the point is like mind your business that that's just the that's just the the, you know the main the main the main point of it mind your business you don't get to tell somebody what they need to do with their body worry about your own worry about yourself worry about yourself that's like my answer to it somebody's gonna ask me oh what do you think has whatever somebody else is doing that don't got nothing to do with me if she's not I don't have she we don't share the same vagina we don't share the same uterus so what does that have to do with me if I it it just doesn't have anything to do with you and the same thing for a man especially a man that's what's blowing my mind these men who are trying to tell women oh you shouldn't have an abortion you you shouldn't like just I'm gonna I'm gonna say it quite often in the episode worry about yourself if it's one thing people have, it's the audacity. <laughs> How are you going to tell somebody what they should be doing with their body, right? Um, if you don't approve of it, that's good. That's your that's your problem. Like, that that's not going to stop the person from doing what they feel they need to do for their body. If, I, if, if a woman has an abortion, it does not impact you directly, uh, at least your body directly. Now, if it's some, if it's a situation where it's like, you know, the guys in a relationship with her, and that's a little bit different, but we're not talking about that. We're talking about strangers, like random people trying to tell other people what they should and shouldn't do with their body. That's just wrong out the gate to me. Like, this is all personal opinion. You can have whatever opinion you want. And just a sidebar, if you want to respond to this episode and, you know, have healthy conversation, that's not a problem, but you're not going to I guess I want to be nice about it. I said what I said and I'm going to say what I say and I'm going to feel what I feel. And that's just what it is. I'm not a feminist by any standard. Um, I, I'm in support of black women. Um, I'm in support of black people. Um, and that's just what I do. I, I always want to support my people. And so I want to give the information that I can and, um, if, if it's going to help someone and I'm always going to be in support of our, our people getting the best resources and care and stuff like that. So if a woman needs, if a black woman, old, young, whatever needs to get, feels like they need an abortion, do what you got to do. I would never turn my nose up on somebody doing that because I don't know their life. I don't know what's going on. All I would want is for you to be safe. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's what I would say is just make sure you're being safe and make sure it's something that you really want to do. If it's the best, do what's best for you. You know, that's just my opinion on that. So to give back to it, 
I said about the Dobbs versus Jackson, right? Um, so in 2018, it was like a, a, a law in Mississippi. And so um, now they're basically just trying to, I, you've, I'm sure, I don't know if you've heard, like there's like protests and stuff um, going on where people are just fighting against it. And um, fighting again, when I say fighting against it, fighting against this idea of not allowing women to have a, a, an abortion. And so currently there's 31 states that have introduced legislation banning abortion. There are seven states that have passed at least one legislative chamber, including Arizona, Idaho, Wyoming, Florida, Kentucky, Oklahoma, and West Virginia. Um, So that that means that they've basically passed one legislative chamber to, you know, ban abortion in those states. And then there are 30 states um, that are considering measures that would protect and expand access to an abortion. So there are 30 states um, that are for abortion, or when I say for abortion, like they're for protecting um, the right to have one, right? And so... um, it's a it's a heavy topic you know um and it's in my opinion not really again like I said it's not I don't understand the whole like what's the argument because it's something that is a choice if someone wants to do it offer it do it and go on about your life it has nothing to do with you directly right because if a woman you know, gets an abortion that doesn't directly impact your your actual life, at least your body. Like a woman getting an abortion isn't gonna impact my body, um, so it's not my it's not my opinion to be giving about what what she does with her with her body, right? And so, not even just in the case of abortion, it's just a topic that's been for years. Is like men trying to tell women what they should and shouldn't do with their bodies and um you know that's a topic that is heavily always discussed I feel like on podcasts and stuff nowadays and just in social media and in entertainment and just in the government and um and everyday conversation and I I never will understand it I never will understand why you are telling someone what they should and shouldn't do with their body and especially uh, as a woman and I'm not saying that women you know are higher or anything than men but it's like bro you do you know what it's like to have a period no you don't (laughs) like do you know what it's like to be pregnant no you don't it's it's just it's a lot like the woman's body we go through a lot and obviously everyone hasn't experienced pregnancy but like i mean every woman has experienced a period and that's not everyone's periods different and you know it's not an easy thing and and it's like it's funny because i was thinking about that the the my last cycle like i'm really on my cycle but i'm at work and that might be like oh what's the big deal let me explain. It's like, you understand that like, when a woman is on her cycle, we are losing blood. So it's like her body is literally like, we're losing blood while still doing everyday, day-to-day things, you know? And we're supposed to just 
float along like everything is all set and like we're not supposed to be you know it, when you when you're in pain because cramps and it's like oh you know uh, and again it's not all guys but like sometimes you I, I know I've experienced that where a guy will try to like downplay that and it's like if you don't if you're not experienced if you've never experienced it yourself it's none of your business <laughs> worry about yourself because it's like you don't know what it's like firsthand, you know, that's, it can be very painful. There are, yeah, there are women who don't really experience bad pregnancies or they don't experience, um, like tough periods, but then there are women who really do. And and like, it is painful. It is painful. And so, um, I just think when it comes to those kind of topics and uh, about a woman's body (coughs) and a man's body too, but we're talking about women, it's just my, in my opinion, it's best to just worry about yourself and mind your business because you don't have to put yourself in a position where you have to defend something that can be, and defend an opinion that could be viewed as negative. Um, because it, it can be viewed as negative telling someone that, you know, downplaying their feelings or downplaying what they're going through. Um, it's not, it's not right. And, you know, we'll have to see, I guess, as time goes on, what's going to happen with this whole abortion thing. And, um, now that, that, that Kate, that, um, document was leaked and, you know, what the Supreme court is, is trying to do with all that about overturning stuff and everything. Um, we just have to, I guess, let things play out, but if you can like do your research and, um, you know, do, like I said earlier, do what you have to do, <laughs> you know, like, and honestly, it's none of any, like I said, it's none of anybody's business. If you have an abortion, you don't need to go tell somebody, you don't, you like when you're, if you have, if you had an abortion, whether recently or years ago, whatever, and you start dating somebody like, if I don't know, like, I just don't think it's any, it's, it's not their business, you know? And if they, if that's something that's going to be like a deal breaker for them, then let that be, let that be on them. Like, you know, like you don't know what someone's gone through and you don't unless you're in that person's body you can't tell them what's right and wrong regarding their health um I guess that's my main point is like you can't just I, I just don't think it's right and I think that the fact that we're every few years or whatever discussing the same topic it's very um idiotic to me because it it's not changing like a woman's body isn't going to change like we're you know thank you eve uh we always going to get a period we're always going to be the only one well maybe not always because they're trying to do this whole thing where maybe maybe men can have a baby i don't know but uh, uh, typically it's a woman having the baby right and so we have to go through those things our bodies have to go through those things so it's like that's not something that we can control, but since we are the ones who have to deal with it, why, why is it such a a problem for some people, for some guys and some women too, of what a woman is doing with their body? Again, I reiterate, why, why does what I'm doing to my body, how is that impacting you? You can't, you can't give me an answer because there isn't one. It doesn't, it doesn't impact you. Not directly. 
again like I said it's different with relationships and stuff like that but even that you still have to it's all I feel it all comes down to respecting other people and their bodies respecting people's bodies right because even if it was a situation where a a man was with a woman or you know whatever uh, there's a relationship and it's like okay the woman got pregnant and she doesn't want the baby right it doesn't have to be about rape or anything like that it's just I'm pregnant I don't want a baby right now or I don't want a baby with you or whatever right and so I'm gonna get an abortion it's not the guy can be against it but there's nothing that you really can do about that because it's her body right because she's gonna be the one who has to carry the baby for nine months or plus and she's gonna be the one who has to go through um the the, the delivery and all that stuff and you know whatever that's going to do to her body because everybody's different so it's like even if you're against it you can't really tell somebody what they can and can't do with their body i guess that's my point is like the fact that we have to like go to the courts and let's discuss this and let's figure it out like what are you figuring out there's nothing to figure out it's either hey this is a service that is necessary for whatever reason give it to the women and go on about your life it's really not that complicated to me you know um so i feel like when it's when it's people like oh let's discuss this let's that's you know right or wrong it's it's no it's about control and it's about um you know good old american fashion of trying to see how you can you know shift the system to um hold people back right because when you're when you're taking away this service and this ability to have abortion, then you're telling people that you have to have your baby no matter what, right? So you're putting, you're causing trauma because again, it could be, if it was, if it's rooted in rape, now you are traumatizing this woman to have, to go through pregnancy and mentally, physically, emotionally, spiritually, you know, have all this trauma that's going to impact the baby, which is going to come out. And that, that's that's a whole nother situation because if she keeps the baby, she might mistreat the baby. And now you got an innocent baby being mistreated because the woman didn't have a choice to do what she wanted to do in the first place. And yes, it would suck if, you know, she didn't have the baby, but um, that's her choice, right? Because of, of whatever reasoning it is and so it's not for you to tell someone like oh you need to do this right and so uh i guess my point at the end of the day with this episode is is do your research and if you know women you know if there's women in your life tell them what's up you know be there for them you don't have to be like hey did you have an abortion have you ever had an abortion like that's none of your business i'm not saying that i'm just saying be there so to support someone with whatever it is they do and if they want to share that with you don't be judgmental because that's something that probably is going to be like tough to share with someone because it is such a touchy subject (laughs) not just because within society but just for the woman herself it's a trauma you know what I mean that's a heavy decision to make and you can't go backwards on it so um I guess my point with this episode is like be supportive and do your research and you know, be there for the women in your life and other women. And, um, you know, let's just like stay in the know about what's going on with this and hope for the best. Right. Um, and I will try to share on my page. There's a video. I don't know if you've ever seen it before, but it's, it's funny. You know, it's not, this topic's not funny, but it's funny because the video is like this guy, he was at a rally and, um, 
the reporter whatever she's like oh she's she, she's like so there's a difference between pro-life and like uh pro-abortion so point right yeah yeah pro-life is like basically those people who are like oh you shouldn't have an abortion whether it be because of like a religious view or just a political view and and then there's also pro um pro-abortion so they support people having the ability to have an abortion and so the guy is pro-abortion the lady who's the reporter she's pro-life she's against it and she's like oh trying to like argue or ask the guy like why he's out there and so he's like trying to explain to her with an example he's like so if the woman is raped and whatever you'll see when I post it but so basically the lady the 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 woman who's against abortion she like tried to like to give him this answer that he didn't like so he like does this like stance and he sticks his tongue out and then he kicks her he does like a roundhouse kick it's funny to me it's funny um so uh, I'm gonna try to share that on the Instagram too just so you can gotta get a, get a laugh but at the end of the day it's uh, obviously a touchy subject um but you know that's life you know life is all about the ups and downs and um you know you gotta try to find, you know, the, the laugh and stuff. So I hope this episode was helpful. Um, like I said, if you want to talk about the topic, feel free to hit me up and we can definitely talk about it. Even if you want to be a guest and we can talk about it, that's fine too. But, um, in conclusion, like I said, episode, worry about yourself. Um, I'm about to hit my maximum time. So um, gonna be mindful of that. So I hope that this topic, I uh, hope this episode was helpful. Hope you learned a lot of information, do your own research. If you would like to, um, stay in the know. Um, and you know, I, I just, this has off topic of this, but definitely, um, talking about news, just that recent shooting within the, um, grocery store, the black grocery store where the uh white guy came in and just shot up those people um definitely rest in peace to those people and just be it's just be alert man because people crazy you know and this is it's just so much going on and be just my advice is just be alert be alert to what's going on where you live and your surroundings and also be alert in this in the in society as far as like knowing what's going on everything is not instagram and twitter or whatever right because yeah you can get information from there but make sure you know what's make sure you know what's going on because these are the times when they do stuff like when events like that happen and then they distract you from this random law that was passed and how you know it, it's impacting your life so pay attention that's what my thing is just right now is just pay attention and um i am your host chanel this is black hippie lounge thank you for listening please rate and review the podcast follow me on instagram follow me on twitter follow me on tiktok all those uh apps sites whatever you want to call it is the same name it's at black hippie lounge b-l-a-c-k-h-i-p-p-i-e-l-o-u-n-g-e i don't know why i paused i thought i misspelled it but <laughs> it's black hippie lounge um and yeah i hope you have a great rest of your sunday uh hold on hold on completely off topic but i gotta see something real quick i just want to um 
see what's the what's the score. Ugh, okay. Um anyway, um <laughs> uh yeah, Black Hippie Lounge. And like always, meditate, manifest, invest in you. Thank you for listening. Please share and take care of yourself and worry about yourself. <laughs>